Welcome to your next stop, guys. The next Love What You Do series guest. I cannot wait for you guys to hear her story. It is an amazing one. And another person that I met in Clubhouse in a room, actually, I was in a room and she heard me speak and about the podcast and she reached out and she said, you know what? I have a a story that I want to share and I love what you're doing to help inspire women. So Elizabeth King, welcome to the podcast. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited that this worked out. So can you give us your quote? Empowered women empower women. I love that. I love that. You know what? You're actually one of my other guests that has already been on Mom Bomb. Gina, she was like one of my first guests. Her company, that's what they talk about. And I actually, when I was thinking about you today, I thought, you know what? I need to put them together. So that's like so amazing. So I'm going to read mine is the secret of change is to focus all your energies, not on fighting the old, but building the new. And that's Socrates. Welcome to Your Next Stop. This is Juliet Hahn. I am a wife, mom, virtual coach, public speaker, and crazy obsessed dog lover. I am so honored to be able to take you into the life of someone that has followed a passion. Every week, I hope you are as inspired as I am. Welcome to Your Next Stop. So Elizabeth, I would love for you to share your story. I loved that you reached out. Uh, You're a fertility and motherhood coach. Is that correct? That is correct. Yes. And that all stemmed from my own experience. I was 20 plus years in corporate event marketing and actually still am, have my own business on that side of the house. And then about, gosh, four and a half years ago, I started through my own journey and experiencing what women go through who are trying to conceive and having some trouble. And in that experience, my first miscarriage, we were doing a DNC, which is basically when they come in and for lack of better terms, scrape out the tissue. And I was in one bed and then the next bed next to me was a couple that was just doing their egg retrieval for their IVF. So they were so excited and we were like at our lowest low. And that's when I realized I needed to start serving this community because it's such a hard experience and we're not taught anything about it and nobody talks about it. And you're kind of expected to go into this clinic every day and then go back to work. And you're so consumed by every thought and emotion around trying to conceive that you you really do need some help to kind of sort through the forest and the trees when you're in it. So I basically shifted all my energy to supporting and serving women that are trying to conceive who have suffered from miscarriage and or who are going into parenthood and just giving them the lay of the land before they get there. So I had aged out of all of my friends when I was having my kids. So I felt like by the time I learned it, I was like, why didn't anybody tell me this before? So I offer help with women who are going through that as well, just to give them the heads up. So they go into delivering their baby with more confidence, knowing what's coming in the next few weeks after that. That's amazing. I mean, but how heartbreaking is it that you're having a miscarriage, but the bed next to you are people that are trying to conceive? It's insane. They're going through their own journey, but you got, you're you going through your journey. Like, wouldn't they separate those two? I mean, that's really, really hard. And it doesn't matter how strong you are, that's going to affect you. So I love that at a tragedy, you were like, you know what, I need to serve these women. So that is amazing. So thank you for doing that. And when you decided to change this, like, what were the steps for you to start it? 
Basically, so I would even joke with my doctors at that time, I feel like I'm getting this fire hose education on all things fertility, literally things that I would never even think that it was something that was going to be in my world, you know, 20 years ago or 30 years ago for that matter. And so I started just writing everything down, taking notes. What does this mean? What does the blood levels mean, et cetera, et cetera. And then I actually went into some certification programs to kind of be more official around that and learning that we do have the ability to shift our fertility. So again, I started my journey at 40, had pregnant at 41 with my first baby. And I didn't know at that time that you have the ability to kind of regenerate your eggs, so to speak, that you can affect their egg quality at that time. You know, I was literally always told because I went to go freeze my eggs that your 30 year old eggs are 30, your 36 year old eggs are 36 and your 40 eggs are 40. And that is true, but you are able to improve the quality. And I thought that was mind blowing that why don't we know that? Why does doesn't everybody know that? <laughs> and that there's things that we can do that's in our power to help with that process. Yeah, that's I mean, that's insane. Because I didn't know that either. I thought exactly what you just said, like your eggs are the age of, that you are. Can you give us just one tip on like anyone that listening that's like, wait, I didn't know that. And I'm trying to have a baby or you know, they're having some struggles. Can you give us one tip on what you can do? the supplements. And again, every supplement, you know, what your protocol, so to speak, is going to be determined by your own body. So you need to talk to somebody about that specifically, but there are you know, a handful of them that will help with that. So the main one I would say is CoQ10. So if there's somebody who can only take one, CoQ10 is what you need to be on as well as it's actually good for male factor infertility as well. That's so, so. interesting. Now, so CoQ10, is that also help with like heart or something? Because I feel like, I feel like my mom. Yeah. Okay. So there's two different ones. And again, it's really important that you talk to your fertility coach or your doctor to make sure that you're taking the correct one. Not that you're going to be harmed, but right. it's obviously not going to be doing the job that you need it to be doing. So you are correct in saying that. Yeah. Cause when you said that, I was like, wait a second. I, I feel like yeah. my mom took that like when she got older. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's, that's really interesting. So can you just also explain to everyone like what you offering in your coaching? So you have like a whole online workshop, like you really get in depth and you get a lot of services. So do you want to explain a little bit about that? Sure. So it's kind of ranges, like you said. So first of all, my ideal client would be somebody who's five to six months out from trying to conceive so that you can prime your body, really get those eggs as good as they can be. And again, that's because they're on a 120 to 150 day cycle. So a new batch essentially comes up every 120 to 150 days. So you want to give yourself enough room to have that. So within that period, we're kind of looking at your blood work, making sure you have all the correct things you need in order to conceive a healthy baby. So it's not necessarily just about conceiving. We want you to stick is what we would say, right? So you get pregnant and you stay pregnant. And part of that is making sure that you and your partner are both in the healthiest state that you possibly can be. Um, most of my clients come to me though, who have already been trying to conceive and they're down the road of IUI or IVF. And in those, we also offer uh, group sessions, which are so healing for everybody because they're able to connect on a personal level away from social media and really work on the spiritual, emotional, physical aspect of what's going on with them. And they connect on a level that they're literally lifelong friends because they have such a deep bond around these group sessions, as well as individual sessions for people that are going through egg retrievals and or transfers, etc. And we really work through the whole gamut of the health part of it. So making sure that they're on the right track with everything, making sure they have, you know, they're doing acupuncture, if that's something that they're able to afford as well. And their mindset, it's a huge, 
huge part. So I would say 60%, if not more, of what we work on is the mindset of going into it. Again, because there's so many outside factors that are, you know, you see a pregnancy post and that might trigger you and then you the rest of your day is awful because your sister-in-law posted that she was pregnant, you know, how do you cope with that? So we work through those sorts of things as well. I love that you're doing this because I feel like maybe it's, I'm, you know, naive and I don't know that there's a lot of that out there, but I don't feel like that is talked about. So I love that you, from your own experience, tapped into something and was like, you know what, I want to help people not go through what I went through, which is what this series is about. It's empowering women to also know, you know what, I'm sure you had no idea how to start this. And you were like, you know what, I want to do something. I have a passion. I have something that I want to help. I'm going to figure it out. Because when you go to get pregnant, you don't think I'm going to have a hard time right? It's not something that's top of mind. You think, right? right? It's going to be easy. We spend our whole lives trying not to get pregnant, thinking that that's going to be the issue. Right. Totally. I love that you just said that because that's so true. Yeah. But it is so important because it is, you don't think about it. I mean, I remember when, you know, I was, my husband and I were early, early married. We dated a long time, but you know, we lived in New York City. We had so much fun and I was very fortunate that conceiving was not an issue. But if I think about what I was putting in my body, you know, it was not the best thing. I mean, I remember the first time I was like, oh my gosh, we're pregnant. Okay. Oh, I just, you know, I knew we were trying, but you don't find out right away. I think I had, you know, little cocktails last night. So I love that you're prepping women and helping them and be like, okay, listen, you know, I feel like it's the same thing with like breastfeeding. Everyone, you just think it's going to be easy. You just put a baby on and it's not. Breastfeeding is difficult. So I love that you're kind of tackling all of that stuff with the groups and helping people connect because the human connection is what's so important. So thank you for doing what you're doing. How long has the business been around? Three years. That's amazing. Three years. And it basically started as someone would call me and say, my friend's going to a fertility doctor. Can you go with her just to help make sure that she's asking the right questions, et cetera? Or my friend just had a miscarriage. Can you please talk to her? She doesn't know you know, how to handle this or deal with it or what's next. And so it just kind of evolved after that light bulb moment. And then the fact that I was starting to get these calls and whatnot. And now again, with the miscarriage course, that one specifically is an at your own pace course, again, because everybody deals with the loss differently. And it depends on how far along some people doesn't really bother them if they're doing an early loss and others, it's just as devastating as a later loss. And so that course they can go through on their own, but they also have time with me when they're ready. So they can either have that session with me at the beginning when they take their course or at the end, however they feel necessary. And it also comes with a 30 day support plan of journal prompts and affirmations and things to work through just so you can start to heal your heart and begin to move on, whether that means conceiving again or whatever is the right path for you. Stay tuned for a quick message from my sponsor. Hi, my name is Shari Hodis, and I'm the president of Aura Limited, a proud all-women-owned brand marketing and global sourcing agency. Simply put, we provide fashion-forward swag for any and all of your branding needs. Please visit us at www.auralimitedspelledout.com. And I have to say, I have such chills because I, you know, as I said, when I was conceiving, I was very fortunate that I didn't have a problem, but a lot of people around me would have a miscarriage. And as you said, it affects everyone in such a different way. But the thing that I love what you're doing is that you went through it. So it's like, you can talk to people like, this is how I healed. And so it's just a comfortable space for a woman to go to aside from a doctor or aside from like, I know there's other support groups, but it's like, you're giving them the training. It's not just like putting a bandaid on it and be like, okay, well, this is what you're supposed to be feeling. You're 
you're giving them tools to also move past. And of course, they're always going to, you know, mourn and grieve that. I love that you're doing that. And I love that it's because it started with also people going to you. So you obviously are a comfortable person that people are going to want, you know, they have had their friends and talk. So give everyone information on where they can find you, because I think what you're doing is so powerful and just such a special space for people. Thank you. Yeah, it's just elizabethking.com. So my website will have everything there. My Instagram is elizabethking underscore coaching, and you'll find information there as well. But all the coursework and everything like that is linked on my website. And it is true the the numbers are one in four with a miscarriage and one in eight with infertility in our country. And part of my mission is just to normalize this conversation. So when it does happen to you, whether it's infertility or miscarriage, you don't feel like you're so alone. You're aware of the fact that people just aren't talking about it. And the more that we talk about it, the more it's going to be accepted and you won't have those feelings of being alone and whatnot. Because when I went to a therapist who specialized in it, I walked out of there literally thinking that was a waste of my time and my money because I have no idea if she gets me at all. And that was kind of another point. It's really important for me to be able to talk to somebody who gets where you're coming from, right? I want to know that you know what I'm feeling like and you're empathetic towards that on a level that most people wouldn't be able to feel. Right. And that's, I mean, I think what you just said is is so important because that's the thing, like, and I know I've said this like now 30 times, but the fact that you can really relate and you obviously have like a special place in your heart for women that are going through it. And that's why you created this really safe, sacred space for them. Like if it was something that I would create, it wouldn't because I didn't have that, you know, even though I knew people that went through it, I really couldn't relate. So the fact that you did that is amazing. And when you say the one in four, I remember when my first friend had a miscarriage and she was like one in four people. And I was like, what? What do you mean? I don't know anyone that's had a miscarriage and we're all trying to have babies. And then the more she would say, someone else was like, oh, I had one too. And I had one too. And I had one too. And I was like, well, why aren't you guys like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Like I'm having a baby right now and I'm talking about how easy it was for me to get pregnant. If you guys would have said to me, like, I feel terrible. And so it really is important that it's talked about and the infertility thing too. Like I didn't realize it was one in eight. Like that's just heartbreaking to me. So the fact that you're bringing it to light and talking about it, but also trying to help people figure out how to prime their body to maybe not be that statistic is pretty incredible. As well as the men. So the men infertility is on the rise and I'm a mama of three boys. So it's kind of near and dear to my heart to make sure that people are aware of those numbers that are drastically going up. So there are ways too for men to be aware of how to maintain their fertility. And so I would definitely, as boy mom, make sure that you have all those kind of things in line, no phones in their front pockets and making sure they're not on any long bike rides and heating that area too much, as well as, you know, when they get to a certain age of trying to have a baby is making sure that they get checked right away too, if there is any complications longer than six months because it is a big part of the miscarriage rate that has not been looked into until now, really. It's really now starting to be unraveled that that one in four a lot of times is also because the sperm quality isn't good. That's interesting. So I have, I'm a mom of two boys. I have a daughter as well. But when you said that, I was like thinking, I'm like, wait, did they put their phone in their pocket? Because I always remember, and I do remember when my boys were little and I used to get like teased from family members, but like, I'd be like, no, they can't go in the hot tub. Yeah. <laughs> because 
like it's too like that's it's so true right and so even though we have a hot tub now now I got to think about this but I don't think my husband keeps it super 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 hot because I know that that is something that was talked about when they were little and I don't remember where and they're okay now I mean I have literally a client right now who's going through IVF and her husband was going on the hot tub every night they had a new house and it had a jacuzzi and his sperm count was really low and he stayed out of it for about two and a half months and his count went up again so it does make a difference I wouldn't worry about your kids too much at this point but obviously we don't want to overdo it either right no and also right and now they're 15 and 13 so like right I don't I don't want to be thinking about that at all um but that's yes yeah totally (laughs) oh my gosh please um but know that you brought such a good point up because you're right like that's also something when my husband and I were going to have kids and again friends you know they'd be like oh my husband can't wear tidy whities and my husband did not wear tidy whities so it was fine but it was like oh right these things all of a sudden you're talking about and sometimes it's a little like it's not a little too late but it's late like if you're planning on doing it now but you haven't taken those steps so I love that you're doing that education and in that as well so it has to be such a an amazing feeling when you have a client that has gone through your course, you know, whether they've started with the miscarriage and then gone through your fertility course and then they get pregnant and they have a baby. Like my heart is like swelling up. Like, can you tell us a couple of those wins? It really is. And I I was interviewed yesterday and she said, I can tell this is your life purpose. And it is because I just feel so grateful to be able to help these women get to the other side. And it is such a process, especially if you've had the loss, you do have a bit of PTSD with your next pregnancy, right? You're afraid that, you know, is it going to happen again? Am I going to see a heartbeat the next time I go to the doctor or whatever it may be, as well as coupled that if you are an IVF patient, right? You've been sometimes years of trying to get pregnant. So it doesn't really end on that pregnancy. And that's kind of the hard part because I try to allow them to have the space to feel excited, even though they have this experience beforehand of being scared and sad because they've lost a baby. So it's taking them through to whatever point that they feel comfortable. So for some people, it's to 12 weeks, right until they get to that mark that they feel okay, I can breathe now. For some, it's 18 weeks till they go to their anatomy scan and know, okay, everything is healthy, this baby is good, and then they celebrate it. And I try to get them to celebrate it along the way, because I'm a big believer in epigenetics. And, you know, it's not just what you're eating and your exercise that is affecting your baby. It's your stress level, right? So as soon as that happens, you conceive, we want that baby to feel joy and that they're wanted and loved and and not the stress of, oh my gosh, am I going to lose this baby? So we do a lot of work around that after conception happens until the point where they feel like they can take the training wheels off a little bit and go on their own. But I mean, I can't even begin to tell you how excited I am when I get those pictures of the sonograms from families that, you know, babies and multiples for that matter. I mean, I just had one couple who they had one embryo out of their retrieval. She was waiting there to do the retrieval. They came in and said, okay, we're ready to transfer too. And she's like, I think you have the wrong person. She's like, they said, no, it's split. So you have twins now. And so they oh, transferred wow. twins. So that's pretty cool. And then one who implanted twins and then split. So she has triplets right now too. So um, wow. it can't, yeah, it can happen. But yes, it's, it's just so amazing to see it kind of come to fruition and then even carry those clients out to, like I said, new mommyhood and get those calls of like, oh my God, everybody needs an Elizabeth when they have a baby because I feel so good. And knowing what I'm doing, everybody's like, you're a pro at this. And they say it's because they were able to get that one-on-one coaching before their baby came. So it just fills my heart to be able to pass that on to women as they're going through the journey. 
Oh my gosh. I, I mean, I like literally have chills this whole time. Cause I love babies. I could have had, I, could, I tried, I tried to have a fourth, but my uh, husband was like, I think, I think we're done. And, and we are, we were older. And so I got a second dog, but it's just such a beautiful space that you're in. So thank you so much, Elizabeth, for coming and sharing your story. So shout out your socials again. So everyone doesn't have to rewind so they can, uh, you know, write it down right now. Yes. ElizabethKing.com and ElizabethKing underscore coaching on Instagram. Wonderful. So what I'm doing now, since the name of the podcast is Your Next Stop, I'm asking all my guests, what does crazy town mean to you in one sentence? Right now, having three kids under three boys under three. And that's like my crazy town. <laughs> that is. I say it all the time. We are in crazy town. And when are we leaving? Right, this right, town? right. Because <laughs> I know it's a short period of time. But right now it's insane. I can imagine. So my brother has three kids under three. Well, now they're under four, but they're all a year apart. And he's got two girls and, and the third is boy. But it's so funny because you're in the weeds. But I do have to say like crazy town to me is energy, family, love, just like the day to day, everything about life. I mean, I just had a guest that I was like, what does crazy town mean to you? And she said life. And I said, yes, like it's so endearing to me. I love it. Yes. There's days where you're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this is like what's happening right now. But as you said, it's short lived. And then you get to the next stage, which is crazy. And then, you know, when people used to say to me when my kids were little, like, oh, just wait when they're teenagers, it's hard. And you know, it's so different. And there's days where I'm like, oh, I loved the diapers and when the babies needed me, but it's, you know, to each his own, each, each person has different stages that they love. So I just want to say thank you again for coming on and sharing your story and what you're doing for women and men just for families. It's wonderful to be connected. So thank you again, Elizabeth. I really appreciate it. I love what you're doing too. It's highlighting all these amazing pivots in our world is so cool. Thanks. I feel it. Every time I interview another woman, it's like I get the goosebumps. I'm like, oh, this is so great. Guys, if you like what you heard, please share, save, send to your friends, review, rate, follow Elizabeth on Instagram. If you guys know of anyone, definitely put them in touch because you know what? She's doing some amazing things in this world. Don't forget to tune in next week for the next woman that is loving what she is doing. I hope you liked this episode of Your Next Stop. Please subscribe to my channel, share with your friends and join in each week. 